When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Auburn travels to Fayetteville to take on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Guys, we're looking for our third SEC win in a row, and you know we need it. Let's talk about it on this live edition of the Uptempo Podcast. You are now listening to the War Report Podcast Network. Yes, sir. Let's go, Auburn family, man. What is up, everybody? It's a ball night, Blake. We're about an hour and 20 minutes out from tip-off for the Auburn basketball team. Excited, man. Cannot wait. Hope everybody enjoyed the basketball preview show. Uh, we started a little bit early tonight because our guy Ike Jones will be doing a pregame at 7.30. So get over there, man, at 7.30. Hop in there with Ike over at the Warport channel. Get your little pregame in. And uh, we're excited for that, man. But tonight we're going to talk about this matchup with Fayetteville. Plenty of basketball content coming from me and Blake. Tonight, man, a little bit of football action. Blake, how are you, my guy? I'm doing good, Dustin. Uh, excited about the game tonight. Ready for tip. Uh, I'm excited to see what this Auburn basketball team uh, has in store for us, brother. Uh, I think it could be a lot of exciting times uh, coming up, especially in Neville Arena, man. This team could be electric. But I'm really looking towards Saturday. And like you put in our title, man, uh, it's just another opportunity. And I know we sound like a broken record, but we keep saying it, right? And uh, it's it's just another opportunity. And, and now it's the opportunity to get to a bowl game. So uh, you get you get six wins and you still got two left to play. I mean, we got to be feeling as a fan base, uh, you got to be feeling some some type of way, man. You got to be feeling excited uh, and, and you just uh, you got to get on. You got to get on the train. You got to get on the Hugh Freeze train, brother. Yes, sir. Get on and get left off. Uh, some big recruiting news that came out today. Our guy DeAndre Carter, the four-star tackle out of uh, California, he came out and said, uh, Blake, Texas making a push here. They're also making a push for our, our four-star defensive lineman, TJ Lindsey. We're going to have to get used to Texas beating these battles with us now. They're coming over to the SEC. It's going to be a thing. And uh, But our guy DeAndre coming out today and saying, hey, shutting it down. Shutting it down. Leave me alone. I'm an Auburn Tiger. You'll see me at the Iron Bowl. Really excited for us, man. That's a guy that we can't can't lose. And look, December 2nd is right around the corner. 
Going to be dropping a lot of recruiting stuff here in this next month, man. A lot of these guys that we have, they're going to be pushes. Let me tell you all something right now. Tuscaloosa is going to come after Demarcus Riddick. They're going to come after Perry Thompson. And Blake, they're going to pay the media to tell lies. I'm telling you right now. They're going to, they're going to pay money to have the media spread lies about them too. So don't get don't get sidetracked. Don't get worried. Those two are going to come home. Mark my words. There's going to be some funny business out of Tuscaloosa in the coming weeks. It's what they do. It's a tale as old as time. I'm telling you, just be prepared for that. Stay locked in. Do not get on teenagers' Twitters and start bashing them. Don't freaking do it. One, you look stupid. And two, we're going to get these kids, man. I'm telling you, like you said, trust two. I'm going to hop over here, Blake. You mentioned the ball game. I'm going to play a clip of the from the presser. Hugh talking about how important making that ball game is. Mm-hmm. First, I want to say what's up to everybody, man. I got Tyler Riggs saying, let's get it. Let's get it, bro. Let's go. War Eagle hopping in saying, War Damn Eagle. I got Michael uh, popping in. Chris, the usuals, man. Teresa. I got James. Connie. Man, the regulars, we appreciate you. Oh, man, we love y'all. I got Charles popping in. My dudes, Charles, you're my dude, brother. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, so we appreciate all of y'all. So here we go, man. Yes, sir. Shutting it down. The man is shutting it down. Like I said, Texas is coming after TJ Lindsay, and uh, that just means that the kid's balling. That means that they want our guys. That's a good thing. And uh, I trust our guys. So I trust us to hold on to them. And we got some flips that we need to get. We need to flip a couple tight ends. Looking at the KJ Bolden, they haven't given up on uh, Zaquan Patterson. I know they're still going to try to go after Jalua Solomon. You got Khalil House out there. Is, are you really going to go to Stanford, my guy? You're really going to go to Stanford over Auburn? I don't believe you. Hey, I, I don't believe you. They beat Colorado, though, you know? I mean. <laughs> uh, yeah. Man, if there was any way, dude, if there was any way Colorado could find six, seven wins and we find six, seven wins and meet them in a bowl game, that would be a ton of fun because uh, the whole Auburn should have hired Dion crowd. Well, y'all been quiet these last couple of weeks. Mm. I ain't seen y'all around. Dev is in here as well saying War Eagles super excited for B-Ball tonight. Devin, you know we are too. Yeah. Uh, Blake, like you said, man, talking about the bowl game, you've been on it this last week just talking about there's a lot for this Auburn team to play for. This fan mm-hmm. base still needs to be locked in. And I'm going to play this clip here from the presser. Uh, the first two seconds kind of glitch out. I apologize. I was trying to edit this before we got started. Uh, you kind of have to chop these down so they can fit. Uh, so just the first two seconds, my apologies, but then it gets into the answer. I, you know, I, I've and young men around us that man every day. Let's just prepare to win this week and see what that says to to us at the end. But I have been pretty pretty open about the fact that I think going to a bowl game in year one is um, is 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 desired, needed, wanted. Um, I don't know. It's kind of, uh, you know, I want the extra practices. I want the seniors to be honored. I want our program, our fans, uh, to, to still have the same energy you're moving into year two. And I think all of that, you know, is, is a part of us, us getting to a bowl. We've been able to do that at, at each stop that we've taken over. And, um, I want to do it here. And I think our kids want to do it here, but, you got to earn it, and we don't have. Um, this is not an easy game on the road this week for sure, and um, so we've got, we're going to have to earn it. But it is something we have put out there as something we desire. Blake, your thoughts, brother? Um, look, I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you 100. Um, percent. This is something that the program needs. Uh, we need a bowl game. 
We need the extra practices. We need the excitement from the fan base. Uh, this isn't an easy game on the road, Dustin. It's not. You you said it uh, last episode that we've had struggles going to Fayetteville. Um, there's been times that we've went up there and we should have won, yeah. and uh, we find a way to lose. There's been times where we go up there and uh, we end up in a crazy overtime dramatic finish, and and you know it's it's uh, it's a struggle for us up there sometimes. Um, but if you win this game and you get to six wins with two regular season games left to play, I don't know how you can't be excited. I don't know how you can't uh, look at Hugh Freeze and this coaching staff and be excited of what the future holds. Uh, Dustin, the recruiting news with DeAndre Carter, how sit here be excited about what coach Thornton has done. All right. How can we sit here and not be excited about what coach Aldridge has done with the linebacker group? All right. If we get to six wins Saturday, it's, it's a home run. It's a home run. This season was a success. And I know it sucks that we got on here and we, we all together went through a four game stretch of Auburn losing, and we were just down, man. We were beat up. I know me and Dustin were beat up. We talked about it every day. But now you flip the script. That's something that we used to say a lot in the summer. You flip the script, and you start pounding teams that you're supposed to beat, and all of a sudden you find yourself with six wins with two left to play, and you you get New Mexico State at the crib, and then you get the Iron Bowl at the crib. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna have the Iron Bowl in in an insane environment, the most insane environment in college football. I mean, what else could you ask for? Yeah, we, me and Dustin, before we started recording, we we were talking about bowl games. All right, uh, going to a Duke's Mayo Bowl. Yeah, it doesn't sound uh, overly exciting to go to the Duke's Mayo Bowl, but it's exciting for us. What we get to go play Wisconsin in the Duke's Mayo Bowl. I, I'm down with that. Me and Dustin both say, hey, we're good. Let's go play. Let's go play. Luke, his name got brought up for the all a little bit. So let's go play. And you remember all the bad stuff with, uh, with Wisconsin and it's been smack football. That's what I want to see. The whole stuff. Now, I think that a game to go to. And uh, I think this fan base could enjoy that. Uh, but I really look at the extra practices, man, and, and the extra work that this team put in uh, through bowl preparation. And I, I'm just excited for this fan base because when I look at this, Dustin, we've hurt for, for two going on three years, man. Like back to the Gus days, we've hurt. We've been in pain. And I tell Dustin this all the time, y'all. I love basketball. I love basketball. I love seeing them go to the Final Four, win 20-plus games, and uh, Bruce people in and putting them into the NBA. I love it. But I don't love it as much as that Jordan-Hare Stadium and, and that <laughs> Auburn Tigers football team. I can tell you that. And it ain't close, all right? It ain't. I love basketball, and it's fun. It ain't compared to them Auburn Tigers run out there in Jordan-Hare Stadium, and we've been hurting. 
But it, it's about to change, man. And it starts for game year one, Dustin. Yeah, 100%, brother. Uh, Blake, I'm going to drop you out real quick, buddy. You were kind of cutting in and out right there. Um, but, yeah, man, I'm with Blake 100%. And like you said, the bowl game was just so important for this fr- for this team. I was about to say franchise here. I'm going through uh, PTSD from what my Bucks need to do right now. But, yeah, man, uh, for the seniors to get that one final game, uh, the Dukes-Mayo Bowl, I've seen projections with Clemson. I've seen Wisconsin. I've seen Iowa State. Uh, all those would be fun matchups for teams that we don't really get to play a whole lot. And for the young guys, those extra practices for recruiting, those extra practices, those extra reps to get those recruits in there to see. Uh, there's just so much stuff, man, the exposure that your your program gets in a bowl game. It would just be big time for this program. You know, two years from now, are we going to be excited about Duke's Mayo Bowls? Hopefully not. But right now, man, it's a big step forward. And was it two years ago, Harson's first year, we go to the Birmingham Bowl obviously lose that to a freaking Houston. And then last year you missed out on a bowl game of five and seven. So I do think it's a good foundation, a good building block in year one. Uh, got a couple of comments over here, star that I wanted to get to. Uh, Tyler asks, my brother Tyler, what's up, brother? Tyler says, does Jarquez bust 1,000 yards by the end of the year? I've seen this circulating around the day. Um, this is an interesting one, man. Y'all get in the comments and tell us what you think. I think they do. I think he does. As long as he keeps rolling the way that he's been rolling. Um, it's going to be close though. It's going to be close. Let's see. We need him to though. If we're going to win these games, if we're going to make this ball game. We definitely need him to. Rebecca Voodoo says, gentlemen, respectfully enjoy your show. However, AU needs to hire Reese OC of Alabama cut freeze, move on with young coach from Notre Dame as a winner. Uh, Rebecca, uh, thank you for your nice words about enjoying the show. I've seen this from you a couple of times in the comments is why I wanted to address it. Um, I mean, come on, like the guys, Hugh Freeze is what? He's eight games into his tenure at Auburn. You're not going to fire. I mean, you're not going to fire him. If you fire a guy eight games into his tenure, then you're never going to be able to hire somebody. And honestly, I thought this was a troll for a long time. That's why I haven't addressed it. I'm addressing it now because I continue to see it every single week. Um, Reese, how, how much coaching experience does he have? That's somebody that you want to give the Auburn job with the with the way Auburn's been, like with the – with where the program is right now, you want to give it to, to Reese? Auburn's in right hands. Auburn's hired the right guy as head coach. You've got a guy that's proven he can win in the SEC. A guy that's proven that he can recruit. It's kind of like the thing with Cadillac. Like people I've seen over this week, the this stuff popping up about people we should have hired Cadillac. I love Cadillac more than anybody. I mean, Blake talked about this a couple episodes ago. Auburn's not in a position to hire a coach that doesn't have any experience as a head coach. You have to get somebody that know that's done this, that knows his ways through the fire. And Hugh Freeze is the guy, man. So, no to this. No, hell no to this, Rebecca. I'm sorry. Um, let's see. Riley says Jarquez gets 1K by the bowl game. I like that. I like that. Uh, and uh, let's see. Pope Hill says, and one more game. He wrote the team off to start the player. The- <sighs> okay. All right, I'm going to get over here to the next clip, man. Uh, Hugh Freeze was asked about Austin Keys. Hey, Blake Backwoods. Stop, stop, stop with that stuff, man. Did you want to address that comment real quick, bud? No. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I had to, man. It's been it's been on our stuff for like two months, and I'm just tired of seeing it. But, uh, yeah, that'll be, the, that'll be the one time that I that I say anything about it. Getting over here, man, uh, Austin Keys has been back in the rotation. Been a big time help for us, taking some of the some of the load off of Larry Nixon, man. Some of the load off of Eugene Asante, who's had to play a ton of snaps. And Hugh Freeze was asked about Austin Keys 
and just how, how how big he's been for that linebacker rotation. Here's Hughes' answer. I thought our linebackers played their best game, truthfully. Um, we had one um, – we turned loose a, uh, an over route. Our eyes got a little dirty with the play fake, and we didn't get cut the, uh, the, the tight end on an – Outside of that, I thought they played really, really solid. And I think Austin being back, it, it really gives us four guys that we can rotate and they're not having to play. I mean, I was looking at the play count last night. I think Austin played the most, but it was 40 plays maybe in the, in, in everybody else's 20s and 30s. And, and I just think any time you can do that on defense especially, particularly in the front seven, um, you're gonna you're gonna be fresher and better to take on what you have to take on in that box when it's not me having to play 50, 60 snaps. And so, number one, he's one of our better players. And number two, it 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 takes the load off of it, the load is shared now. You know, among really Cam and and Larry and um, Eugene and him. Okay, so that was you talking about Austin. And like I said, man, taking the load off of guys like Eugene and Larry Nixon, who've had to play so many reps this year. Um, and he also, like you said, he's one of our better players. A guy that we went in the transfer portal, we really attacked. We went and stole from Ole Miss. And he's been, uh, he's played well with these two games coming back. He came back a little bit quicker than I thought that he would. And it's been, uh, it's been a big plus for this team. I'm so impressed with the job that Josh Aldridge has done and making guys better. I think that. When we look at a guy like Cam Riley, Cam Riley has got significantly better as the season going on. He's really getting hot. He's played two great games in a row here. Um, just, just he did, Josh hasn't had a whole lot to work with, and there's just like I said, there's not a whole lot of depth there. When it got when it got Harry Blake, it was Larry Nixon and Eugene Asante, and that was pretty much it. And you see him attacking guys in and recruiting like a Demarcus Riddick, wanting to bring in a guy like that. Um, name slips my mind. DJ Barber from Clay Chalkville. Uh, you got some big time guys coming in. Joe Phillips had a hell of a had a hell of a season at Booker T. Washington. They ended up making the playoffs. So good luck to him. He's playing some quarterback. <laughs> as big as he is, he's playing some tight end, some running back. He's doing it all out there for those guys. So um, uh, big time edge rusher as well that Georgia was hard after. And uh, so just uh, Josh Aldridge has done a great job getting down there, getting those guys and improving that linebacker room. And uh, so I think that as far as this defensive staff goes, man, we need Ron Roberts back. We need Josh Aldridge back. We need Jeremy Garrett back. It does whatever the situation with crime dog is. I'm not sure, but I think we're okay there with Zach Etheridge. So really impressed with the job that uh, this, the whole defensive staff has done, man. And uh, so Austin keys this weekend going to be huge. Going to be huge. Larry Nixon this weekend, going to be huge. Arkansas is going to try to run the ball. I really think that with them firing their OC, and I think they're going to try to go back to the simple. I think they're going to try to go back and run with K.J. Jefferson. They're going to try to run the ball with Rocket Sanders and really pound the rock. I don't think they're going to come in and try to throw it all around the yard, right? So having Austin Keys back in this rotation, just, just to take the – just to give some of these guys a break is big. Not to mention the kid's a hell of a player. But the linebacking core is going to be the group to watch this week. Hugh talking about that front seven and it being, uh, I mean, uh, I know he's not a linebacker, but looking at the front seven, I think they played really well last week. Marcus Harris continued to do his thing. Zeke Walker stepping up and having a big game when we needed him. Uh, not a lot of depth there. Coaching, doing a good job, putting guys in position. And the guys are giving it their all, man. Like, shout out to Larry Nixon and shout out to Eugene Let's Work Asante because 
they've been out there so much this year, rep after rep after rep, and they continue to put in the work and get the job done. And eight games into the season now, I feel really confident looking at this defense and saying, boy, we're five and four. So, yeah, we're nine games into the season now um, with three games to go. I, I feel confident looking at this defense and saying, all right, I trust this linebacker core. And I want to go back to the beginning of the season. We looked at this linebacker room and said, man, this is an area of concern. There wasn't a lot of depth there. And we didn't know who were going to be the guys to step up. Josh Aldridge has got in here. He's coached these guys up. Ron Roberts has put these guys in position to succeed. And it's been a fun thing to watch to see Auburn line because the, the, the linebacker recruiting had fallen off, which we've, like I just mentioned, we've seen improve a whole lot this year. Um, and seeing the guys in the room improve, seeing the guys that we already had improve, seeing the additions like Larry Nixon, you hit. And that's something we can mention too. If you the addition of Larry Nixon, you're going and getting Larry Nixon out of the portal and he hits. Well, I can look at you and say, okay, I trust your evaluation, right? Eugene Asante, the last coaching staff didn't think he should be on the field. This coaching staff says, I think he should. Trust in the evaluation. We can. There's a couple of guys we can look at now and say, hey, maybe Josh Soldiers knows linebacker. Maybe he knows what he's doing. Let's pop over here to these comments. All right, Blake trying to get back in here. Blake, you still look a little blurry, brother. Talk to us. Let's see if we can at least hear you. No, I, I'm good, man. Uh, I just uh, – I'm – Look, Pope, dog. Um, I I don't uh, I I don't I don't know what to tell you, man. Like the troll stuff. Uh, don't I'm not with it, man. I'll address it. So Pope Hill says they should have never brought Peyton Thorne in. If Hugh Freeze is such a good quarterback coach, he would have not been able to develop Robbie. You spelled it wrong and hold him to be one or two with the guy he brought from Liberty. Um, yeah, I don't know who Robbie R O B B I E is. I'm not sure who that is. There's not a quarterback on our roster by that name. Um, but you're saying he would have been able to develop Robbie and Holden to be one and two with the guy he brought from Liberty. Yeah, what what guy did he bring? He didn't bring a quarterback from Liberty. If you're talking about Hank Brown, he brought Hank Brown out of high school um, that he was recruiting to Liberty. He never brought a quarterback from Liberty. And this to me, are you a Clemson fan? because this is a very Dabo Sweeney mindset. It's just 2023. You use the portal. And uh, Blake will tell you, our listeners will tell you, I love some Robbie Ashford, R-O-B-B-Y, Ashford. Um, again, that's R-O-B-B-Y. If you're going to talk shit, know what you're talking about. Um, so I'm a big fan of Robbie Ashford, okay? All our listeners will tell you that. Hugh Freeze wants to win games. If Robbie Ashford was the best option to win games, if he was the best option to win games going into um, Fayetteville this weekend, Robbie Ashford would be your starter. I don't have, I don't know how you could have watched everything leading up to that Ole Miss game and during the Ole Miss game and say to yourself that what was going on was the right decision. And you can go back and play our old episodes. All we were saying was, was at that point, pick a guy. The week of Mississippi State, me and Blake said in every episode, pick a guy and go down with the ship. We don't care who it is. Yeah. So, Pope, listen to me. And then what happened? He came out versus the best defense Auburn has seen in about a month in Mississippi State. Because I'm not saying LSU, and I'm not saying that um, – who else? Ole Miss. I'm not saying that those teams have better – they're a better team than Mississippi State because obviously they're not. But they have better defenses, which, which is what's relevant to Peyton Thorne, right? Or Robbie Ashford. 
And versus the best defense we played in a while in Mississippi State, Peyton Thorne had his best day. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on the road again and has another really good and efficient day. And now you're on here telling us what? That they should have never brought him in? Well, that doesn't make any sense. And you're saying that if he's such a good quarterback coach, then he shouldn't he shouldn't have to bring anybody in. You know how stupid that sounds? You know how dumb that sounds? You know how ridiculous that sounds? He shouldn't bring in anybody. He should just develop them. You're trying to go four and eight? No, that's not how that works. You need competition. What what did you see from Robbie Ashford that made you think that he didn't need somebody else in the room to bring in competition? What have you seen from holding Gurner on a football field when the bullets are flying that makes you so confident we don't need to bring in anybody? And I like holding but you haven't seen anything because he I'm not saying you've seen anything good or bad. You haven't seen anything. Mm-hmm. So you, Pope Hill, know more than Hugh Freeze now. Okay. That's interesting, brother. That's interesting. And you should apply for the job, my guy. <laughs> you said he wrote the team off and did not serve the players that he has now. He did them a disservice and he should be ashamed of himself. I played football all my life. Okay, hold on. We'll get to your latter part here. And you guys are part of the problem. Last time I listened to your garbage. Hey, man. I mean, to be honest with you, like, we're trying to filter out the people who don't know what they're talking about. Um, so you leaving would be a plus for me because it's one more dumbass comment that I don't have to read through and worry about during the day. Um, so I hope you don't listen to us anymore because if you don't listen to us anymore, then I don't have to read your garbage. Because Pope Hill, you don't know what you're talking about. You're about as clueless as the real Pope, brother. Straight up, uh, straight up. So, so like it's just, um, it's stupid. It's ridiculous. Your whole argument is dumb, and the fact that you played football your whole life and you still have such a ridiculous take like this tells me that you didn't pay any attention while you were sitting on the bench. You didn't pay any attention, brother, to what was going on on the field, and uh, that's sad because when you're riding the pine, you should pay attention to what's going on. So. Uh, but appreciate your insight, Pope Hill. Uh, we all got a little bit dumber for dealing with you for five minutes. I'm going to hop over here to Tyler Ricks. Tyler Ricks says, do y'all think Robbie is gone? Yeah, 100% I do. He's going to graduate, and I believe that he will not be at Auburn next year. But, yep. Yep, I agree. Yeah, 100%. And we'll be okay, trust me. Teresa says, Dustin is very fiery tonight. Look, man, um, I just support Auburn. And, you, and Teresa, you listen to it, so you know I love Robbie. But, mm-hmm. like, this whole still having a quarterback debate after the last two weeks is just ignorant. It's ignorant. If you have not watched the last two games and said, okay, Peyton Thorne's the guy, if, you didn't, if you've watched every game this season and you pay attention in the press conferences, this is why I played the clip last Tuesday night of Hugh saying, I walked into the meetings this week and said, this is what we're doing. And you tell me from that moment on, with Peyton Thorne inserted as your quarterback, no 2QB system, running the up-tempo offense, you tell me these last two weeks it hasn't looked significantly better than it did the first seven games when Robbie was getting reps. And it, you can't. You can't. Obviously, you can't. You can't say something that stupid, which is what Pope Hill just tried to say. And when you say something that idiotic and tell me that I'm part of the problem, yeah, I'm going to get on you because to suggest that me or Blake is part of any kind of problem at Auburn 
is a freaking joke because me and Blake spend dozens of hours every week promoting Auburn because mm -hmm. me and Blake hold secrets about Auburn and stuff that goes on at Auburn that we know to ourselves amongst ourselves because we don't want to hurt Auburn to suggest that I'm any, in any way, a part of any kind of problem at Auburn is just idiotic. And if you say it, Teresa, then yeah, I'm going to get like, yeah, we're going to get you, bro. Probably just an elephant. It might be. It very well might be. But I don't know. We've got uh, but we got some idiots. <laughs> I mean, it just, it just like literally in the post game chat after beating Vanderbilt, people were arguing about who should be quarterback. Yep. Brother, we just won an SEC game. We just took an all-time series lead back from a team that we never should have been tied with. And you want to sit here and argue about who should be the starting quarterback. Blake told y'all earlier this week, man, y'all are toxic. Some, some, not all, majority of y'all, and if you, the ones that are rocking with us, man, we love y'all. You know, we know we got y'all back. We see James here saying we, we got you. Like, we know that, bro. We, we know we that. Just, we just have a – we have a uh, have a tendency to be a toxic fan base, Dustin. Yeah. That's um, how it is. Devin pops in and says, y'all think Holden has gone too? Interesting that Hugh brought him up in the pressers. So, Devin, reports are coming out. And this was my initial thought. Um, right when I watched the presser, I thought, oh, boy, I think Holden Garner is your second-string quarterback now. And then you see the reports coming out today that Holden has moved up to two. So go back to what I said two minutes ago about thinking Robbie is gone. Yeah, I think that some of this stuff that's going on here is um, making sure that Holden Garner is on this roster next year. I think that as long as Peyton Thorne plays well these next three games, I think he can return next year and be your starting quarterback. I still think, to this to, to Pope Hill's point, he's going to hate this if he's still here. Um, even if Thorne plays well and then Holden says, okay, I'll come back for, for one more year, sit behind the veteran guy, and then it'll be my turn. Um, and I'm the second string, so I'm one play away and all that kind of stuff. If, if you're Hugh and you're trying to sell him on that, that would make sense, especially the timing of this move, right? Um but two Pope Hills, oh, it was point there. Um, Hugh's going to go get a quarterback, if not more, regardless. Peyton Thorne can ball these next three weeks. Ball versus Alabama. Ball in a bowl game and say I'm coming back for my senior year at Auburn. And Hugh will still go get somebody to compete with the starting job, okay? Because Hugh gets it unlike Pope Hill does, and he knows well, I need competition in this room. So – that's the way that I think that's going to go. Uh, I'm 50-50 on this one, Devin. I feel better this week about Holden staying with the new developments, obviously, than I did, you know, last week type thing. And I do think um, – I know that the the parent the conversation when, when the parents were called on the bye week, I, I, I do know that the conversation with Holden's family was, was, hey, man, there's a plan trying to keep Holden in the mix. So I, I, I'm going 50-50 on that one, Devin. And Hugh brought it up in the presser because it's that time. You saw the kid from NC State announce he's hitting the portal today, which I think is a – or he didn't announce he's hitting the portal. He's red-shirting, which, you know, you know, you all know where that's headed. That's a weak move. That's a coward's move, in my opinion. I don't rock with that. I saw a lot of people tweeting like, oh, he's coming to Auburn. I don't want a guy that does that. But I do think that's kind of what you saw today um, with Hugh bringing that up in the presser with these reports that Holden is being moved to the second spot. I think that Robbie is going to graduate this spring. 
I think that Robbie will move on. He will wait till he graduates. That way he doesn't have to step down because he's obviously already used his transfer rule coming from Oregon. And then so I think Robbie will move on. And then I'm not sure about Holden. I think Holden for sure stays in the spring and sees it out, tries to see what happens. And uh, I think he'll go from there. So I do think Holden plays at A-Day. And then I think I think him and his family kind of take it from there. But I think that all this that's happening right now in the quarterback room is Hugh looking at the future and saying Robbie Ashford is not a part of the future of this quarterback room. And he wants Holden Garner to maybe be a part of that. Do you agree with that, Blake? Yeah. Um, it's tough for me to, to sit here and think that Holden's going to be on this roster next year. I understand that. Um, I just go get some guys, man. I go get some guys. And at the end of the day, Holden transfers. Don't see him here next year at Auburn. I hear you. Tyler Ricks hopping in and saying, uh, talking to our guy James, says, word on the street in Phoenix City is Hugh won't stop calling Cam. I hope he flips. That's just what I'm hearing. Yeah, Tyler, I've uh, that's why I gave him a little demonstration in the last week or two whenever I did with my phone here. Look, Hugh's not going to stop. He will not stop calling Cam Coleman until he is he is not allowed to call Cam Coleman anymore. So up until December 2nd, he's going to call him, and that's just the way that's going to be. Uh, so, yeah, Hugh's not going to give up on this one, man. And I've said before, and I'll say it again, and uh, our varsity members know I did, I've did. i done a couple of pods now um, going and breaking down Cam when I've gone and watched him live. He's unreal. He's the best wide receiver in this class. I'll stand by that. Uh, so, yeah, Hugh can't give up on this guy because he's an absolute program changer. He's an absolute game changer. Connie hopping in and saying we look completely different. Facts, Dustin. Yeah, I appreciate you, Connie. And, I mean, it's just you can't argue it. Like, you can't argue that. Like, obviously – we're running in uh, an up-tempo system. Obviously, we're not rotating quarterbacks, and it's Thorne's comfortable. And he said as much after Vanderbilt. I mean, to argue that is just idiotic. Riley, or, uh, Riley says, Devin, I thought he was depending on what happens. I'm talking about Holden. Uh, about he, I thought he was depending on what happens in the next couple of games. To try, yeah, for sure. But I think that's why you're moving him up to second string, because you're trying to sell him on, hey, man, you're the number two guy now. You know, you're one play away, all that kind of stuff. Let's see. Uh, I heard the same thing with a couple other guys. Man, if we win the Iron Bowl, it will be Flip City coming from our guy, James Barnett. Blake, if we win that Iron Bowl, what's your boy Ryan Williams going to do over there in Mobile, bro? What's he going to do? Man, I'm hearing that uh, – I'm hearing good news, 50-50 uh, stuff. I hope we can, we can land. I really do. I'm just uh, – you know, we've been we've – been, Bitten just way too many times, man. So I don't want to get my hopes too high. I say I got to run. Uh, I got daddy duty to handle real quick. Uh, of y'all, war damn eagle. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Apologize for the technical difficulties with Blake tonight. Uh, Connie popping in here and said, uh, "Talk to you tomorrow, Cam." Yeah, for sure. He's not. He's not giving up, man. All right, guys, y'all keep the uh, y'all keep the comments rolling in here. Let's see, we've got a couple more I wanted to get to. Tyler Rick says, at James, it would be great if Hugh won the Iron Bowl his first year, but we could keep it close. I think they will still come. Yeah, I think this is a good place to end it. Just talking about recruiting, I think we're going to be okay regardless. Um, of these next three games, obviously, I think you win one. I like our chances versus Arkansas here. Excuse me, guys. I'm kind of going back and forth on it, though, just because I'm so I'm so scared. Uh, but I think we're, I, I, I'm leaning towards a win. I think we go in here and we win a dog fight at Arkansas. Um, 
I'm just worried about the new coordinator switch. If they're still with the old guy, uh, I would say, okay, we come in and, and smash them. Um, but I still think we're going to win this game. I'm going, I'm leaning 28, 24 right now, 24, 21. It's, it's going to be, a, it's going to be a tough fight, but I think we pull it out. And I think we handle New Mexico state by 17 to 21 point range. You get it seven to four. You get that iron ball in there. I think you play it close. So to this point, man, if you just, just play it close, you finish out, let's say you lose it under this scenario, Tyler, you win your next two games, right? And then you lose to Alabama. You finish seven and five, but you look, you play them close. Then you can pull it aside and say, hey, man, we were right there with Georgia. We were right there with Bama. We just need you. That can be the selling point to the, the five stars, the four star. Hey, man, we I just need you, bro. I did it with this. I went and patched what I could patch out of the portal. I went and brought in what I could bring in. If I have you, oh, boy, this thing can really take off. So, yeah, Tyler, I'm with you. Um, and I think that's what's going to happen. It's going to be a pat. It's going to like KJ Bowen's going to be there. DeAndre Carter saying today, hey, I'm locked in with Auburn. I'm going to be there. That list is going to be stupid. If you know who frees, that list is going to be stupid. And what I want to do in this 24 class is I want us to get to that 12th range, just in that top 12, right? And then because the 2025 class is really where Hugh can come in and do work. And he's going, he's going, I mean, we're already off to a really good start. But our guy Dialog says, and I agree with you, you got to beat Arkansas first. All this other talk, it's fun to sit here and say, hey, man, we if we, if we win, you know, we can be seven and four. Or what if we win the Iron Bowl? All this hypothetical. Hugh Freeze mentioned it in the press conference this week, and he wants it to just be one game at a time. He knows that's kind of how they got to focus on it. And I don't – I just – I don't think this is – I think this Auburn team knows, man. Like, I think they're really locked in. When you listen to the players talk this week, they have all mentioned they want to go to a bowl game. They want to get guys like Jalen Simpson to a bowl game, man. And they want to send those guys out with a bowl game postseason win. They want to leave Auburn in a better spot than where it was when they got here, right? And so I think they're taking that seriously, and I don't think they're going to overlook Arkansas. I think they want to become bowl eligible this week. I really do. I think that locker room really takes it seriously. I don't think they're overlooking Arkansas. Um, I don't think they're going to be too high on the hog, obviously, from, from just winning two games versus two of the lower-tier teams in the SEC. I think you're going to get a locked-in, focused Auburn team this Saturday. I really do. And that obviously, everyone can go back and, and mention that what Hugh Freeze did with a Liberty team going into Arkansas. So there's a ton of motivation there. Um, Hugh can pull in the guys and say, look, man, I've been up here. I've beat this team already with lesser talent. I can do this with you guys. Tyler hollering at Blake is saying, go be dad, bro. We understand. Yes, sir. Uh, Blake's wife hopped back up. She got back after, you know, maternity leave and all that. She's back on. She's back working. She's back on duty. And Blake has had his hands full, man, within two young ones. So we do appreciate you guys' patience for sure. We win this game if Peyton is over 90% non-adjusted and we win the time of possession. That's Riley M. Yeah, I like that a lot, man. Um, 70%. I don't know if – I mean, seventy percent. I think you obviously win. I don't. I'm not sure if we have to be at seventy. I think you. Uh, I think like sixty-five ish can kind of be the the range. Um, but yeah, sixty-five ish and run the ball with Jarquez. For me, for me, Riley, it's about running the rock with Jarquez the rest of the year. We had the question earlier: Does Jarquez get to a thousand? He needs to. It needs to get to 1100 in my opinion. Like, just just feed Jarquez, let it come to you. Uh, I'm fine with another game like you had 
at Arkansas from Peyton Thorne. And I know his completion percentage was, was pretty high. His adjusted was like 80-something, right? Um, but just another solid, efficient game. Doesn't have to light the world on fire. Obviously, you'd like to eliminate the turnover, eliminate the pick six. And I like your point about time of possession. So let me ask you this, Riley. Hit me up in the comments. Uh, you talk about winning time of possession. Do you want to see us maybe slow the tempo down a little bit? Or do you just want to see us run the tempo like we've been running the last couple of weeks and still try to win the time of possession, which obviously would be a little bit harder? Uh, holler at me in the comments there. Me personally, I'd rather just see run the uh, run the up tempo and because that's what's that's what's worked. That's the only thing that's worked. We tried to slow the game down a little bit versus LSU versus Ole Miss, and we didn't seem prepared for it. Peyton Thorne seems more comfortable running up tempo. But I do agree with you, man. Keep the ball out of K.J. Jefferson's hands. If Rocket Sanders is going to play, keep the ball out of his hands. Arkansas is going to try to pound the rock. And that's why, even though I'm fearful of any time, I'm, I'm always fearful of Auburn going to Fayetteville, and I understand what happened last time we went there. Um, but I just I feel comfortable in this one from the standpoint of they're going to try to run the rock on us. And we talked about these linebackers in an earlier segment. I don't know, man. Austin Keys, Eugene Asante, I just don't know. I don't think they're running the rock on us. Marcus Harris, how many times are you going to run the ball Marcus hit? You know what I mean? I'm not really worried about it. Maximum effort says high on the hog. Nice. I didn't mean it. I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that like I tried to. But I appreciate you pointing that out. I'll act like I meant it. I act like I had that one planned. Uh, Connie says no, run it. Yeah, run the damn ball. Chris says, just like you saying that up tempo. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I need Hugh to say it so I can clip it and put it in one of my uh put it in one of our intros. He always just says tempo. I need to, I need you to put that up in front of it. Connie says, uh, the list is already crazy for that game. Hughes. Recruiting beat riders say will will easier to list who isn't expected to be there. Yeah, Connie. Yeah. And I, his name is – I don't have his name in front of me. and it's, I can't remember it off the top of my head, but you've got the big four-star defensive lineman. If some of you all know, put his name up in the comments. There's a four, uh, four-star four defensive lineman class of 2024 committed to Alabama. They're trying to keep him, and the word is that we are we are high on him, man. Like, we are really got this kid considering the flip. So, yeah, going to be a crazy list. And if you can – in our perfect world, right, we're 7-4 and four going into that game. If Auburn is seven and four and Bama's ten and one and Auburn pulls out that victory, let's just play this game for a minute, right? And we pull that victory out, which is not an unrealistic expectation or hope. Like I've watched a six and five Harson team with TJ Finley limping around on one leg, like take Bama to three overtimes. And uh we really should have just went for two on that on that first one because when we got to the second overtime and had to go for two the throwback screenplay to the tight end that we had worked. And I would have loved to have seen that play after the first overtime to go for all or nothing because your defense was gassed. You weren't stopping Bryce Young at that point. But Brian Harson wasn't a good coach, so it is what it is. But the point I'm making is it's 7-4. and four, You're playing good ball. Obviously, Auburn would be on a, what, five-game winning streak at that point. Um, You have all the momentum. You'd be super high, or you'd be on a four-game winning streak. Uh, you would feel pretty comfortable with coming with, uh, with Alabama coming in there. Let's say you pull that victory off in front of all those people that you're talking about, Connie. What happens then, right? What What does KJ Bolden say when he just because we all know what all, that atmosphere is going to be? And let's just say we pull off the win, and they start storming the field, 
And it's great to be in Auburn Tigers chanting throughout the night. Come on, man. Come on, man. This would be this would be so huge. This would be so big. Um, yeah. Yeah, really fired up for the list. And, and, you know, we didn't win the Georgia game, right? But it didn't matter to the list. What did every recruit that was at that game come out and say after the Georgia game? They all said, hey, atmosphere was great. I love Hugh Freeze. I love the hospitality. This whole program was well put together. Um, there are a couple players away. That's what everybody said. That's what every blue chip that came out of that Georgia game said. I'm impressed. There are a couple players away. So, yeah, that's important because I trust – like, I'll use this Ryan Williams example on this point, Connie. Ryan Williams, uh, he came for a game last year, and he said that he stood 10 minutes – or he stood next to Brian Harson for 10 minutes, and Harson never talked to him. I'm sure you all have read that story by now. You ain't got to worry about that with Coach Who Freeze. You just don't. Uh, we've got about six minutes left, guys, before we get out of here. Like we said at the start of the show – Ike Jones over at the War Report is going live at 7.30 pregame for the Auburn-Baylor basketball game that kicks off or tips off at 8 p.m. on ESPN. So we got about five minutes before I get out of here. Go over to the War Report, man. Get with our guy, Ike. Let's get hyped for this ball night. I'm about to go over here, drink me another Red Bull. Don't pound it one for you guys. About to pound me another one because <laughs> I got to be at work at 6 a.m. in the morning, baby. So this this 10.30, this 10.30 staying up is going to get me. Uh, but yeah, I'm really excited. My boy Trey, I'm excited to see Aiden. I'm excited to see Denver. Really fired up for this basketball game tonight. So get over there to the Warport, check out this pregame with our guy Ike in about six minutes. So I'm gonna get y'all's guys' final comments, man, before I get out of here. Please remember to like the video, subscribe to the channel if you have not. We appreciate all our new subs, man. We're growing by the day, so continue to do that. A lot of people watch these videos, a lot of people watching our channel that aren't subscribed. We have analytics, we can look at who's coming. How long y'all are watching? All this kind of stuff. We got people that have been watching this for weeks, months, that haven't hit the subscribe button yet. Just hit that sub button, baby. It's free. If you want to, though, you can also sign up for our memberships. Tons and tons of content coming out for you guys, man. Baseball, basketball. Uh, we're going to be doing these live streams soon. The game plan here is we're not doing it tonight, um, but soon we'll be doing the pregames with Ike for basketball, and we'll be on some of those with him, and then it'll lead into our live streams. So we're going to be live streaming some of these basketball games, man. It'll be a ton of fun. All right, getting you guys' final comments, man, before we get out of here, though. Uh, Maximum Effort says, ready to hoop it up. Brother, I am too, man. I've been waiting on this. I, I've been ready for this. I love me some Auburn basketball. Tyler Rick says, are you going, are you going to be on the Warport? Yeah. Um, so well, last week I was on the uh, the midweek tailgate. Um We always – we uh, we always get on the well, – I won't say always, but a lot of times we get on the post-game shows after the game, after the football game. So, yeah, man, and they're always coming over here and recording with us. So, yeah, uh, we'll be over there often. And then, like I said, for every pregame – or oh, not every, but a lot of the pregame shows leading into the basketball games, yeah, we'll be over there. So you can catch us on the World Pro all the time, man. Uh, Jeremiah Bean, that's it. Jeremiah Bean is the guy I'm talking about. Four-star defensive lineman. He's committed to Alabama. Hugh Freeze has not quit calling. Jeremy Garrett does not quit calling. Trevon Reed has not quit calling. On to victory. He's got it all set up. So, yeah, this is got they're really looking at flipping. They're really trying. And uh, y'all know me. I'm all for the offensive defense line. We got, we've got to get this trench work, man. We've got to get this line of scrimmage back right. Um, I, I look at the defensive line. And I look at what Ron Roberts has done with the defensive line, and I say to myself, boy, if we get him some depth, if we get him some dues, if we get him the guys that he wants, it's going to be nasty. 
it's going to be nasty. And he wants Jeremiah Beeman, so yeah, man, let's go get him. Write that paycheck, bro. Right. I made this joke today to uh, to Ike. Actually, I said, man, y'all better not, y'all y'all better not ever let me find a billion dollars. If I come up, there's gonna be so many 17 year olds walking around Auburn with Lamborghinis and fly outfits, fresh kicks. <laughs> on the victory will get all my money if I became a billionaire. Just know that. Connie says one of the worst stories about Harsey. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of them. All right, guys, I'm about to get out of here, man. Uh, Mac, uh, maximum effort says defense is playing well. Run that tempo. For sure. I'm with this, right? I'm with this. I trust our defense. The tempo has been wanted, uh, been working. Run that thing, baby. Ain't, if, do, do what Hugh Freeze has done. It ain't up-tempo without the tempo. I see you, Riley. Hell yeah. So, look, guys. What's today? Tuesday, uh, Friday, 10 a.m. Official preview show for Arkansas, man. We will be back. Love everybody. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. I'll see you guys Friday, man. War Dam Eagle. Let's go beat Baylor, bro. Let's get a basketball dub. War Dam Eagle, man. I'm out of here.